Hello everyone and welcome to the show. You're listening to Football Drama. Okay, so hello again. My name is Shadina and you're listening to Football Drama. Um I'm low-key very aggy right now, so I recorded this maybe like, I think I recorded this three hours ago, so like eight, and I um, used my mic because it's been like a couple weeks since I used my mic since my computer wanted to act dumb, and it was like it recorded and everything, and I listened back to the episode, and my mic is glitching out and messing up, and I'm just not gonna, um, I just wasn't gonna put that up, so here I am again. Here I am again. Um, but anyways, another week. Um, I hope you're doing well. I guess we'll give a recap of what I'll talk about today. Um, so I'll go over some UCL results and stuff along with the Prem, Bundesliga, La Liga, just like the basics. And then there's some U.S. Women's National Team things I want to bring up along. Um, also some MLS playoffs stuff, emphasis on some and some um, stuff on basketball. Again, emphasis on some. So um football appreciation this week is not really going to a footballer but a referee so stephanie frappar hopefully that's how we say her last name she became the first woman to referee a men's champions league match the french referee officiated the match between juventus and dynamo kiev last wednesday this isn't her first rodeo though in september of last year so 2019 she officiated the uefa super cup final between liverpool and chelsea and honestly Miss Frappar has a lot of accomplishments in the football world, so good for her. This is what I like to see. Um, personally, for me, I want to see more stuff like this. I want to see more women's presence in men's sports, if that makes sense, because it's just rare. Even though, like, the other way around, it's not a surprise to see a man, you know, ref a women's game or coach a women's team. So, like, you know, why can't it be the other way around? So, again, congrats to Madame Frappar. May you officiate many more men's Champions League matches and men's games because yes put them in their place honey because i personally don't think i'd have the patience to officiate a men's match because men can be so dramatic at times and the moment one of them starts yelling at me i'd have to retire so good for you miss stephanie i wish you all the best all right so moving on to ucl now let's get into some results and some details not too much like last week but just a little song song. Okay. So match day five. Yes. No. Yes. Hello. Okay. Match day five of six. So we have Shakhtar Donetsk and Real Madrid in the two nil to Shakhtar. Lokomotiv Moscow, RB Salzburg, three one to Salzburg. Mönchengladbach, Inter Milan, three two to Milan. Marseille, Olympiacos, two one to Marseille. Atletico Madrid, Bayern 1-1. Liverpool, Ajax 1-0 to Liverpool. Atalanta, Midgetland 1-1. Porto, Man City 0-0. RB Leipzig and Istanbul, Basaksehir 4-3 to Leipzig. Krasnodar, Reign 1-0 to Krasnodar. Man United, PSG 3-1 to PSG. Lazio, Dortmund 1-1 to... Yeah, um... Friend, friend, Sav, friend, oh Jesus, friend, Savros, Barcelona, 3 0 to Barcelona. 
Juventus, Dynamo Kiev 3-0 to Juventus, Club Bruges and Zenit 3-0 to Bruges, Sevilla, Chelsea 4-0 to Chelsea. So, um, there are a couple of games here I want to talk about. Uh, just like briefly, I'll talk about PSG versus Man United only because of like um, the whole red card Fred situation. It kind of annoyed me that it took um, that long for the ref to give Fred that red card because in the first half he was like he was being like a bad kid like a a baby child that's what he was being he had like fouls he was fouling the players and he was just getting away with it and it was really annoying so when he headbutted Leandro Paredes um I believe that's the man I just that should have automatically been a red and like he the ref went to like the VAR thing and still was like nah I'm gonna just give him a yellow like it took it shouldn't have taken like until the second half for him to give in um Fred that red card so that kind of sucked for that but in the end PSG won that game um it was nice to see them get their little revenge back from United on their home turf so yeah nice for them um next is PSG no Chelsea versus Sevilla so I don't think I was home yet when this lineup came out, I think it was out. The lineup looked good up front, but making its way to the back, it was actually kind of sad. Like, I think it was Christensen, Rudiger, Emerson, and then Aspiliqueta, who's not who's not an issue. It's just the other three. It's um. It's surprising that they didn't give Mindy too much of a hard time during that game because I was just really shocked and surprised to see that back line. Um, Pulley started in this game, and I'll admit he was a bit rusty, um, but what else do you expect? He's been injured for a century. Um, I saw a lot of like Chelsea fans on and just people on Twitter giving him heat for um, you know, missing shots and this and that and calling him selfish. I mean, look, let the boy live, all right? He just wants to keep the ball at his feet for a little bit. Um, but yeah, um, it was nice seeing him take some shots and stuff. Nice to see the determination um, from him. Olivier Giroud was the man of the match of this game. And just the entire day, to be honest, he scored all four goals in this game and got some record. Um, the oldest player to score a hat trick in Champions League era. He had a perfect hat trick, left foot, right foot, and header, and then he scored a penalty. After that, moving on now to Dortmund Lazio. I didn't watch this game because I was watching the Chelsea game. Um, since Pulley got a start, I low key feel like though if I watched that game, I would have been really frustrated. So I'm kind of glad I didn't watch it. Um, Holland was injured, and I believe he he didn't play um he has like a hamstring thing but I think he's fine now he posted a picture last week I think Thursday it was like the doc said I'm good and uh, blah blah so that's all that matters to me um he definitely doesn't skip leg day so um speaking of Dortmund Holland and um injuries there's a big fat list of Dortmund players that are injured and it just really makes no sense at all um let me see. I retweeted it today. Okay, so it says, this is from BVB Buzz. Lucien Favre has confirmed that Erling Haaland, Thomas Mounier, 
Thomas Delaney, Manuel Akanji, Rafael Guerrero, Mamu Dahoud, and Mateo More will all miss the game against Zenit. Um, Mateo is out with the with muscle problems, and then uh, Dahoud is ill. I don't know what that German word is. Let's see if I can translate it. No, there's not a translation button. So, you know, I don't really know what the cause of this is. I don't know if it's um all of the all the the game because okay, because like Saturday they will play a game and then um you know, Tuesday they have to play another game and they have to travel most likely on top of that. So maybe there's their bodies aren't, you know, reacting well to this whole thing because it does seem like everything does seem kind of fast paced but I wish all of these players um speedy recoveries because oh my goodness that's half that's half of a lineup right there um makes no sense um but in the end for this specific game with against Lazio it ended 1-1 Guerrero scored in the 45th minute for Dortmund and then Immobile equalized with a penalty in the 67th minute um, I'll talk briefly about Atletico and Bayern Munich. So I watched that game. Um, I think I was, I was fixing my desk or I was putting together my desk and I needed background noise. So I just watched that game. Um, I was low key an Atleti fan during this game because if you don't know by now, Bayern Munich can choke and I pray for their downfall, um, every chance that I can. So, um, the game ended 1-1, which I'm not mad about. I would have liked for Dortmund. I mean, what am I talking about? I would have liked for Atletico to, you know, um, either keep their clean sheet or score, um, after Mueller's penalty because he got fouled in the box by Atletico's Felipe I believe I've never seen that man in my life but he got fouled in the box from him and then he took the penalty and that ended 1-1 but um Joao Felix scored that goal for Atletico I believe and he was making Byron's defense look silly stupid so um that was really nice to see but in the end as long as Byron doesn't you know as long as they don't get the three points that's all that matters to me so yeah that's really it for the UCL don't really have that much um let's go to the prem now i will pull up some results oh maybe i should talk about the standings it's kind of weird though oh just kidding okay so in group a Bayern and atletico madrid are the two teams what hold on let me just okay group a Bayern is at the top of the group and then Next is Atletico, RB Salzburg is in the Europa League thing, um, and then Lokomotiv is at the bottom. Group B, Mönchengladbach is at the top, and then Shakhtar Donetsk, Real Madrid is fighting for the Europa League thing, that's tough, and then Inter Milan is in fourth place. Group C, Man City is at the top, and then Porto, Olympiacos is the relegation, not relegation, the Europa League thing, and then Marseille is at the bottom. Group D, Liverpool is at the top, and then we have Atalanta second, and then Ajax third for the Europa thing, and then Midgetland in fourth place. Um, group E, oh, this is a lot of groups. Um, group E, Chelsea's at the top of their group, and then Sevilla second, third is Krasnodar, and then fourth is Reign. Group F, Dortmund is at the top of their group, period, and then Lazio is second, Club Bruges third zenit fourth group g barca is at the top of their group uh juventus is second third dynamo and fourth ferenc raros 
And lastly, Group H. Man United is at the top of their group within PSG, RB Leipzig. Oh my god. Okay, sorry. I don't know where I last left off. My dog is... Okay. Um... Man United is at the top of Group H, and then PSG, RB Leipzig, and Istanbul is in fourth. So, yeah. Now let's move on to the Prem. Premier League. Okay. So they have their match day 11 of 38. Um, so Burnley, Everton ended 1-1. Man City, Fulham 2-0. West Ham, Man United 3-1 to united did i say city for city fulham needed to city to nil um chelsea leads in the three one to chelsea west brom crystal palace five one to crystal palace sheffield united leicester city two one to leicester city tottenham arsenal two nil to tottenham liverpool wolves four nil to wolves and then brighton southampton and the two one to southampton so um, with the Chelsea game, I didn't really watch the first half because Pulisic wasn't starting, but I was unaware that he got subbed on because Ziyech had to get subbed off um, due to like a hamstring thing. Chelsea really needs to get new and better medical staff, you know, because these players be dropping like flies. It's actually kind of ridiculous. Um, anyways, I did pay somewhat attention to the second half. This is apparently is a rival game. Chelsea and Leeds got some beef or whatever. And it's been 16 and a half years since their last meeting. Um, two good saves happened in the 60th minute. Werner took both shots. I think in the first half, he had a really good chance, like right in front of goal, but he missed it. So you hate to see it. Um, Liverpool, not Liverpool, Leeds goalkeeper, um, it wasn't, I think it's like Kiko Casilla, but he's not, he's just not. So he was in goal for them on Saturday and he did a really good job. And he's only, he's only 20 years old. He's 6'6", six, six. Jesus, but he's 20 years old and he did a really good job. You know, despite conceding the three goals, I genuinely think he did a pretty good job, um, especially like from the half that I started watching. I think he did good. His name is Elon Meslier. Sure. He's only 20. Wow. Um, let's see. Zuma scored in the 61st, 61st minute. A header, like always, from a corner kick taken by Mason Mount. 75th minute. Werner took um, Werner with another chance. He missed it. Um, I think the fans back in the stadium must have intimidated him. Or maybe the football gods were not looking after him that day. I don't know. Um, let me see. Let me see. Pulley scored in the 93rd minute. Werner had a really good run and I thought he was going to like throw it to waste by taking a shot himself, but he passed it to Pulley who then tapped it in, which is good for him. He looks a lot better recently. You know, his hair is growing out at the top, which is cute. The beard needs to go, but you know, maybe it'll keep him healthy. And if it's going to keep him healthy, then he can keep it. But, um, the play was really nice. I really liked, um, the speed. Werner has some speed on him. And um, it was nice to see that cross in and boop, you know, nice goal. And that's how the game ended, 3-1. So let me see who scored for Leeds. Patrick Bamford, who I think got like thrown to the ground like a ragdoll by Reese James. 
Um, I saw that video and she sauce. I'd have to retire after that. And then um, Olivier Giroud scored the first goal for Chelsea. Aight. Moving on. And Arsenal played against Spurs. I want to say, I think it was Sunday yesterday. Um, they got beat 2-0. Goals were scored by Sonny, who had a really nice goal. And then Harry Kane, he also scored. Those two have been doing really well this season. And their connection is great. I wouldn't be surprised if they assisted each other. Probably not, but whatever. Alright, let's move on now to Germany. To the Bundesliga. Um, games happen until Monday. Interesting. Okay, so match day 10 of 34. Hertha Berlin, Union Berlin in the 3 1 to Hertha. Freiburg, Mönchengladbach 2 2. Eintracht Frankfurt, Dortmund 1 1. FC Köln, Wolfsburg 2 2. Armenia Mines 2 1 to Armenia. RB Leipzig, Bayern Munich in the 3 3. Bremen, Stuttgart 2 1 to Stuttgart. Leverkusen, Schalke 3 0 to Leverkusen and Hoffenheim. Augsburg 3 1 to Hoffenheim. So the standing, I didn't even go over the standings for the Prem. Jesus. Let me do that first. Okay, so Chelsea was in first place, but Tottenham snatched that back after their win. So Tottenham is now in first place in the second is Liverpool, third Chelsea, fourth Leicester City, fifth is Southampton, sixth and seventh place Man United is Man City. Um, Arsenal's in 15th place. F- no, bottom three, we have Burnley, West Brom, and Sheffield United. So, those are in the relegation zone. Now, let's go back to Bundesliga or not. Okay. So, the table's looking like these. First place, Bayern. Second place, Leverkusen. Third place, RB Leipzig. Fourth place, Dortmund. We have got to fix that. Um, Wolfsburg is in fifth place for them. And then, bottom three, we have Armenia, who is... Eligible for a relegation playoff. And then we have Mines and Shock who are just, you know, stuck in the relegation zone. So, um, I don't really have much to say because I didn't get to watch the Dortmund game since ESPN Plus wanted to act stupid. Speaking of ESPN Plus, please count your days one by one because the one game I was not able to watch, Giovanni Arena decided that he wanted to score. Um, like whoever played on my downfall, you won. This was actually so sick and twisted. Like every game I manifest a goal for this child and it doesn't happen. But the day I'm not able to watch it due to technical difficulties, he scores. But regardless, I'm happy for the baby. It's what he deserves. His goal was also very nice. And it was nice seeing him back on the score sheet equalizing for Dortmund because, oh my goodness, this team, um, along with him that day, he, Christian Pulisic and Weston McKinney made some history, I guess that's the word. Um, so they all scored on the same day in three different leagues. Um, obviously Gio is in the Bundesliga, Christian Prem, and then Weston is in the Serie A. So, um, this is the first time since 2005, the last players to do so were Claudio Reyna, someone McBride, sorry, sir, I don't know your first name, and then Jermaine Jones. So you love to see it. You, you, you just love to see it. Um, moving on now to La Liga. Let me go over some of these results and standings. And then we'll talk about Barca for a little bit. Because God help them. Because they need it, man. Alright. This is match day 12 for them. 
Um, Athletic Club Celta Vigo ended 2-0 to Vigo. Levante, Hitafe or Getafe. I always have this problem. 3-0 to Levante. Sevilla, Real Madrid, 1-0 to Madrid. Atletico Madrid, Valladolid, ended 2-0 to Atletico. Cadiz, Barcelona, 2-1 to Cadiz. Um, Mama Mom, Granada, Huesca, 3-3. Osasuna, Real Betis, 2-0 to Betis. Uh, Real Real, El Elche nil nil. Oh my god, it's midnight. Um, Alaves Real Sociedad nil nil, and then Ibar, Abar. I think it's Abar. Anyways, and Valencia ended nil nil. So I didn't watch the Barca game because why would I? But I did watch the highlights, and it's just <laughs> this game was honestly the goals that they conceded was on just so embarrassing. The first goal Cadiz scored was just I just have to laugh because. They had a corner kick, right? They had a corner kick and the ball went over maybe like four players and it made its way to a Barca player who headed it into his own goal or like towards, you know, his own goal. And then one of the Cadiz player got like the slightest touch on it, even though in my eyes it's an own goal. But like looking from it at a high angle is technically, um, I think it's Jimenez, it's technically his goal. But yeah, either way, Ter Stegen had no chance of getting that. Um, Barca had their chances after that embarrassment, but none of them made it through. Second half, the man who I would have never expected to score was Jordi Alba. He scored the equalizing goal in the 57 minute, but it was a slight deflection. So they gave it to um, that player. So they put it as an own goal. But, you know, I think Jordi will claim that. Um, I thought the first goal Cadi scored was embarrassing for Barca, but I was wrong because the second goal was even worse. Um, I don't know what your second thought he was doing, but he was like, he kind of went out of his box, right? To kick the ball out. But I guess he didn't see the Cadiz player in the very bright yellow jersey right in front of him. He didn't actually get the touch that he wanted and the ball made its way to his teammate who had no defender around him because Frankie I don't know what he was doing, but he slid right past him and boom, he had an empty goal. So why not just take the shot? Um, the rest of the highlights, I wasn't interested because I didn't want to make myself suffer anymore. So the game ended two one to Cadiz. Um, I haven't really watched Barca play that much, especially like since I got home because it's just, I don't know, but honestly, at this point, what's the point, you know? They're doing so good in the Champions League, but so bad in La Liga, it makes no sense. And, like, I want to talk more in depth about, you know, like, why this is happening. But I feel like since I haven't watched them play, like, consistently and as much, I have no right to, like, just say anything. And I don't want to make any assumptions. But, like, based off that game, it's just basic mistakes. Literally basic mistakes. Um, it, It makes no sense at all. So hopefully they can get it together because I think they're in, like, 12th place right now. I didn't go over the standings for this either. Um, first place is Atletico Madrid. Second place, Real Sociedad. Then Villarreal, Real Madrid, Cadiz. Those are the top five teams. Barca's in ninth place. Bottom three, Osasuna, Valladolid, and Huesca. So, um, you know, at least they're not in like 12th or 14th, but still, it's kind of shocking how they're doing so well in the Champions League, which is probably much more tough than La Liga and they're doing so bad in La Liga it, it doesn't make any sense um next I want to talk about the MLS playoffs just a bit just a bit so we're getting closer to the final final that's gonna happen Sunday Friday Saturday it's happening Saturday at 7 
p.m. So, um, let me see. Recently, did I already go through this? I think I did because I went over that table. I'm going to just go from here. So, the conference finals. Um, so, like, Western and Eastern Conference. Uh, Columbus and New England played against each other. That ended 1-0 to Columbus. And then Seattle Sounders and Minnesota ended 3-2 to the Sounders. Oh, that was yesterday. Okay, so basically it was... Okay, so I watched that game. I watched the Sounders versus Minnesota game. And it was actually really juicy. So, um, I don't really... I'm not, I can't be really too specific because um, I don't really know these players like that. But um, Minnesota... Scored the first goal. Eric, no, what am I saying? Emmanuel Reynoso, he's in the 29th minute for um, Minnesota. It was a nice free kick. Um, the bend on it was like perfect. And it looked like it was barely about to make it in, but it did anyways. Um, the Sounders had a goal. It was scored by, I don't He scored the, I think it's Rudias. He scored that goal, but... um. They took it away. Var, they had to do a bar check, and um, they took the goal away because he fouled one of the Minnesota players as he was making his way to the goal. Um, the Sounders did have a good chance, though. I think it was Jordan Morris. He had a long range shot, long range shot that hit the post. Oh my goodness! I was actually really like upset that it hit the post because it been it would have been a really nice goal if it went in. Minnesota got their second goal right after that. Um, Bakai Dibasi in the 67th minute. This was his first career playoff goal, so good for him. Sounders ended up getting a goal back. Um, Will Bruin, who literally had just got subbed on maybe like a minute or two uh, before this, he scored in the 75th minute. And then there was a bit of an injury scare for Seattle. Roll down. And some Minnesota player clashed, like, right at the edge of the box, but no penalty was given for Seattle. Um, and then the Sounders equalized in the 89th minute. Uh, Raul Rudiaz, he scored that goal. And then, um, surprisingly, because just MLS Tings, um, Sounders came back, made their full comeback with Gustav Svensson. He's definitely... Um, foreign. He scored in the 93rd minute. Um, light goal giving the Sounders their win um, against or over Minnesota. I genuinely thought Minnesota was going to take this game. Um, they just seemed really confident. They seemed a lot better at times compared to the Sounders. But, you know, I don't know. Like, football is like weird, but like MLS football, MLS is just so different like mls really just hits different so this um this was a really nice game i'm glad i watched it um so yeah again um saturday december 12th at 7 p.m it will be the cup final columbus crew versus the seattle sounders um we'll see how that game goes um yeah that's really it for that moving on now to some uh u.s soccer and u.s women's national team the thing i want to talk about so if you know or didn't know, there are quite some tensions between the two due to, you know, equal pay and all of that. Um, recently, U.S. Soccer made a deal with the women's national team 
it's not necessarily for equal pay but for equal working conditions which i thought that was a given shouldn't they like have been done that but you know um it's just kind of like if you're not going to give them one thing at least give them a nice spot to play because i don't remember any specifics of this but i do remember there was this one u.s women's national team game that was going to happen and they literally had to play on some busted baseball field like it made no sense um but anyways unequal working conditions was a part of the u.s women's national team's lawsuit and u.s soccer announced last tuesday that it has been resolved so this is baby steps i guess hopefully u.s soccer can come to their senses and give them equal pay but that'll probably take another hot minute um i read this article on cnn and there was a little section that kind of stated that the u.s soccer president believes that equal pay demands would bankrupt the organization um he said that the women are requesting the federation make up the fifa prize the fifa world cup prize money a vast majority of the 66 million dollars they're requesting in back pay so as they should these women have won four world cups and they get nothing while the men either barely make it past the round of 16 or just flat out don't qualify and they get paid way more and like i hate to say it i hate to be that person to compare the two but literally the stats speak for themselves and plus a majority of people are in favor for the women's national team getting equal pay there are tons of other countries that are doing it so why can't you guys do it like i don't really want to hear this excuse from this man about the federation being bank or going bankrupt if they do this because like didn't y'all not too long ago completely shattered the u.s youth teams which to me is like a crucial and very important part for a young player's career getting that experience to play at the youth level because they can be way too young for like the main team and like if you're so worried about bankruptcy then cut the men's wages like i get that that's easier said than done and like i'm not no economist or anything like i literally barely passed macroeconomics but just like I'm pretty sure the men will still be eating good if you cut some of their wages and just give it to the women. Like, it doesn't make any sense. And I'll, I don't know if the what the men make total is $66 million, but regardless, it doesn't really matter. Just find a way to give these women their money because it makes absolutely no sense at how, like, how we're still hearing about this lawsuit and nothing has changed and i get that especially with covid some things might be difficult but like maybe do like a monthly payment or something you know like a maybe a ten thousand a month or something i don't know i don't really expect each of them to get 66 million on the dot but like at least make an effort to start putting that money in their account because if i was in their positions i would want that money as well like especially if i played hard for it and i had the trophies and the medals to prove it it's been years like it's been literal years like my junior year of high school i wrote a speech about equal pay regarding women's and men's sports and i talked about the u.s women's the u.s women's national team i'm now a junior in college you can count how many years that is like i just don't understand like please don't make excuses if you don't got it that's fine but i feel like y'all do and y'all just making excuses which will continue to make you guys look like continue to make you guys look bad please just give these women their money all right like i don't i don't get it at all and what kind of frustrates me even more is that some of them the men aren't speaking about this at all like i don't know if they're not supposed to or if they just genuinely don't care it's just kind of like are y'all gonna say something like are y'all gonna show your support for your for the female counterpart of this whole federation or are you just gonna stay quiet and not do anything i don't know like the men's national team they're kind of 
in terms of like doing certain things they're kind of uh weak i guess i don't know like the women's national team they're really all about um speaking their mind and saying what they want to say um because most of the time it's not like it's most of the time it's not problematic or anything like literally what they say like they don't they're not afraid of the backlash they're not afraid of anything but the men's national team they're just they don't be doing that like they don't speak out on certain things like yes recently they did the you know the jackets and the black lives matter like yeah that's something but i don't know i just feel like i don't know i feel like there's something behind it because there's like there should be no reason why the men are just so quiet on this like there has to be something behind this it doesn't make any sense but anyways um let's move on to some basketball nba literally i don't really have much i just found this interesting um the lakers signed anthony davis to a five-year uh 190 million dollar extension and then they also signed no lebron james also signed a two-year contract extension with them for 85 million so good for them i guess we'll see if they can get another playoff or final whatever that thing was they did a couple months ago um there's something else i want to talk about it had to do with carl anthony towns oh he's an american dominican oh that's interesting okay so i think i saw this on the news or i saw this on tv um so carl anthony towns is a minnesota timberwolves player i don't know what position he plays for forgive me um but he has lost seven family members due to COVID 19. Um, he talked about it in an interview. He said, I've been through a lot, obviously starting out with my mom. Um, his mother died in April of complications from COVID-19. And then, um, he told the reporters that six other family members have died because of it. Um, he said last night, I got a call that I lost my uncle. I feel like I've been hardened a little bit by life and humbled. Um, he also said that he's trying to keep his family safe. His father, Carl Anthony Towns Sr., also contracted COVID, but he's recovered. Um, I've lost a lot of coffins. No, I've seen a lot of coffins in the last seven months, uh, eight months. But I have a lot of people who have in my family and my mom's family who have gotten COVID. I'm the one looking for answers still, trying to find how to keep them healthy. It's just a lot of responsibility on me to keep my family well informed and to make all the moves necessary to keep them alive um so he said other things but i don't really i don't get too into that um i just i applaud him for talking about this because i know it's definitely not easy um not just losing your mother to this but seven but six other six other family members and then your dad also got and no thankfully he survived or thankfully like he yeah survived is survived at this point survive is a good word um i just what bothers me is that people people in this country don't care about this virus at all um they don't take it seriously and it just really grinds my gears um i was watching the news earlier and just hearing the number of cases in a in a day in a one day is just ridiculous and hearing the numbers of people that die is ridiculous hearing and seeing 
that doctors and nurses, those who are sacrificing their lives, helping out others, are fighting for their own lives because they've contracted the virus and a majority of the time they die. Like, it just breaks my heart. And to know that there are going to be so many people who still don't care. They're still not going to care. They're still going to think it's a hoax. They're not going to take it seriously. They're not going to wear their mask. Like, I could go to Walmart and people would just A, not wear a mask at all, or B, have the mask but not wear it correctly. It's the, it's, you know what bothers me the most? It's the grown folks. The grown folks that don't know how to act right. When I tell you little, little babies, little children know that their mask goes over their nose, like the number of kids that I've seen put their mask over their nose, like it really just like, why can't an adult do that? Like, literally they'll have the chin they'll have it under their chin they'll have it under their nose like the least we can do to stop the spread of this thing and to maybe let make it die down is wear a mask that's the least we can do not even saying to social distance not even saying to stay home and stop you know going to people's houses and having sleepovers and this not even saying that the least we can do is wear a mask and people don't even want to do that and the fact that it doesn't matter how many people have died from this thing people are still just going to be like nope i don't care make it make sense people certain people will only care and take this thing seriously only if they're physically affected by it or a family or friend of them is affected by it and that that's trash genuinely like you mean to tell me you don't have a heart to hear and see all the numbers of people that are dying due to this thing and you're only going to care about it when you're affected by it like please please it just doesn't make sense and people are just so worried about the wrong things they're worried about eating in restaurants they're worried about getting their hair done they're worried about you're prioritizing unnecessary things over people's lives and at this point i don't really know how how or when you know this is going to die down in this country because americans are so hard-headed americans are so stubborn that they would much rather see other people die rather than just doing the bare minimum to keep other people safe it makes no sense at all and it really just irks me it irks me to the core that's why i really just try not to go out if i don't need to because at this point cases are going up higher and higher every single day i don't have time to you know be around too many people especially especially in the state i live in i don't i I just don't um and then on top of that you have an orangutan in office who literally doesn't care you would think that the president of the united states would see that it's hit millions of people dying and getting cases of this thing you would think that he would have some form of decency and be like "Mm, maybe i should do something about it he's literally done nothing except downplay this thing you are the president of a country and your citizens are dying and you're doing nothing about it what does that say about you and then you turn around and you want to get upset and throw a, a hissy fit uh in a, a part a tantrum party whatever the, the that thing goes however that saying goes 
you want to throw a pity party because you lost the election. What did what did you expect? What did you expect was going to happen? We're fed up, fam. We're fed up. It makes no sense. So he and his fans, you know, whether they believe this thing or not, in the end, when they catch it, maybe they'll catch, they'll find it serious because there are so many of them that are like, "Oh, girl, I'm not wearing a mask. I ain't doing this. I ain't doing that. I want to go to the barbershop. I want to go to the. I want to go to the football game. I'm and now, like you, you contracted the virus, and now you look dumb. Please, don't make me laugh. So, in the end, Carl Anthony Towns, um, I pray for you. I pray for your family. Um, I'm. It just sucks that. He saw so many, seven, to this, uh, so many people. Like this year has just been absolutely rough, and um, I apologize. My condolences to any of you guys who've lost anyone uh, due to COVID. Like this is this is serious business. Like this isn't a joke. This isn't a. This is for real, and it makes it just hurts to see that there are certain people there's a there's a large amount of people in this entire country all 50 states that just don't care and they're not taking it seriously literally it's just so gross but um yeah i think that's it i don't really have much um for football drama there was like some little things um west ham I played against Man United and there was some booing happening. I don't know if it was because of the kneeling or they were just being racist. Um, but in the end, Paul Pogba, Marcus Rashford, and I think Anthony Marshall, they all scored the goal for, um, they all scored goals against them. So who's getting, who like, like who, but, you know, um, and then Millwall FC, they're in the, they're a championship team. They played against Derby County and um their fans booed uh as well during like the black lives matter nil thing and i just you wait all this time like it's been months since you guys have been back in the stadium and you choose to do this like you choose to boo your players i mean in the end they lost that game one nil to derby county but it's just kind of like when you do clownery the clown comes back to bite like i need people to realize that like you waited all like Sure, we got football back, but you couldn't go back to the stadiums for like a good two, three months after that. And you want to boo as soon as you get back? Why don't you just say, oh, my God, thank you so much. Why don't you just close your eyes and pray to God and be like, yes, God, thank you so much for letting me come back here. No, instead you want to boo. Oh, how pathetic. But, yeah, I think that's it. I don't really have much to say, but this is kind of a short episode. Um... But I also don't want to like waste time. So let me see. Oh, today there's going to be some CL matches. Let me save them real quick. I think though everything is kind of set in stone. And why did my laptop just do that? Um, everything is kind of set in stone. So we know who's like advancing and everything. I think this is just a, a game to be played. Um, like the, the final like game. Um let me see match day six so today is going to be zenit dortmund lazio club bruges barcelona juventus chelsea krasnodar uh rb leipzig man united dynamo kia france france varos istanbul and psg and then ren 
and Sevilla. Oh, these are all happening tomorrow. Oh, wow. People are going to have so much to do tomorrow. Wait. Uh, Midget in Liverpool. Ajax Atlanta. Bayern Munich Locomotive Moscow. Real Madrid Mönchengladbach. RB Salzburg, Atletico Madrid, Man City, Marseille, Inter Milan, Shakhtar, Donetsk, and Olympiacos Porto. Wow, there's going to be so many games tomorrow. Well, I'm focused on Zenit and Dortmund and Chelsea and Krasnodar. Um, maybe I'll try to tune into the Chelsea, I mean the Barca game, because I have a feeling Serginho, Conrad, and Weston might be starting, um, and it'd be nice to see them play. I haven't really seen um, Serginho play in uh, Barcelona. Like, I've seen like highlights, but I actually like haven't like sat in a match or sat like to watch a match uh, with him playing. So hopefully he starts tomorrow. But um, yeah, I think that's it. I don't really want to waste time. Um, I'm kind of done. So let me pull up my thing because my laptop decided to just bug out on me. Jesus. Like, I think my laptop is telling me it's time to go, but like I I can't like I still have a year left of university to do, um and you know possibly graduate school, but I feel like this can make me last a good like I got this laptop freshman year, for freshman year it's only been three years so you're gonna stay with me until the end, point blank period. All right. Also update I don't know if you guys remembered but I said last week I was um renovating my room. And so far, it looks pretty good. I finished painting it and everything. We got the furniture in it. Now I just kind of like decorating stuff. Um, I'm not trying to do anything too heavy. But um, yeah, I, I ordered some like little prints things from Etsy. I don't know when they're coming in because they're from the UK. So we'll see how long that takes. But they shipped, I think, uh, two days ago. So we'll see. But um Maybe like when everything is done, I might do a little YouTube video. I haven't done a YouTube video in like, I think a year. Um, maybe I'll do a YouTube video of like a room tour or something. Because I, I really like the way everything looks. Um, I have like a lot more space in my room. And it just feels so nice. And like the the, the blue that I chose is so cute. It's like a light blue. Nothing too heavy. Just something simple. You know what I mean? But yeah, we'll see. We'll see um anyways that's the end of the episode today thank you so much for listening i hope you enjoyed it um you can follow on the social medias um football dramas no football's drama on instagram and twitter and then football drama on tumblr be sure to also follow the podcast on spotify um subscribe on apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to to see you know um so you can know you know wait pause so you can see the episode as soon as it is available so yeah it'd also be nice if you left like a cute little review or whatever only if it's good if it's not please keep it to yourself but yeah um i hope you uh are doing well hope you're continuing to be safe and you're healthy and all that good stuff and yes so uh again thank you for listening i hope you enjoyed it uh, and i will see you guys next week